Okay, here we go. The Pan and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio the dial. The Pan and Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> oh, my God. The stork. Where's my baby? Sweetie, you and me are going to make the baby. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Podcast, which is actually more than a podcast. It's an experience that has a profound effect on all who listen. I read uh, this correspondence to you now from Delbert Van Scoy of Athol, Massachusetts. Dear Mikey, you and Smitty and Ben have changed my life with your wisdom, humor, and tasteful musical choices. I never miss an episode. Mm. Or this from Lance Boyle of Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Without the Planet Mikey podcast, I would have nothing to listen to on my way to the dermatologist. And how about this? How often does he go to the dermatologist? Lance Boyle. I know him. Is that his name, Lance Boyle? And how about this nice letter from Juanita Banana? Juanita, Las Cruces, New Mexico. Yeah, we have listeners way far away. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. She writes, "This goddamn podcast is the only thing that helps me when I get cramps in my culo." She related to Louis Tian. She sounded like him right there. Very, yeah, yeah, similar. Maybe he's a great uncle. Now you're stereotyping people with Hispanic accents, and I don't like it. Not one bit. I apologize. Oh, yeah, I me apologize. too. Not one poquito. Excuse. So there you have it. Actual proof that what we do each week has a positive impact on society and the people therein. That's, those are actual submissions from people out there in listener land. I mean, people who've submitted to something <laughs> somewhere along <laughs> their life. Yep. That's also the reason because we have attention to detail and quality broadcast quality you know the the quality broadcast of this broadcast is very broadcasting like and it's uh, it's a quality broadcast thanks to the uh, technological know-it-allness of smitty who uh, knows how to do my these name things. is See? bill smith yeah he had that ready didn't he yeah i did that's why we have fine sponsors like the hop apothecary <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go yeah apothecary ales brewery in North Reading, Massachusetts, on Main Street. Hell of a place. Please review and rate this podcast, by the way. We've been remiss on that. People have not been reviewing us. They listen. Like We have thousands of people that listen, right? Mm-hmm. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands. <laughs> but they don't review. They, they don't do their homework. They don't give us a, a positive rating on uh, iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or Google Play. I mean, we've got some. Yeah, not so enough. We could... Like some more. Those people sat down and wrote a letter to us. All those people there, uh, uh, Juanita Banana and uh, Lance Boyle. Lance Boyle of yeah. Woonsocket. Yeah. And uh, who was the first guy? I forgot. Uh, Delbert Van Scoy of Athol. That's right. Mm. He's, yeah. Did you get a. Uh, He's one of our bigger Athol listeners. Did you get a note from uh, Mr. Jazz? Hugh? Who? Hugh Jazz? No. No. Just uh, wondering. Um, so, the, well, the, oh, you're going to play those games. Those names that are dirty? No, no, I wouldn't say that. Did Amanda write in? Pat McCann. Amanda Huggenkiss? No. Uh, how about Ben Dover? Oh, yeah, Ben Jack? Dover. Jack? Did Jack write in? He told me he was going to. Mihoff? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. 
This is like sixth grade shit, though, yeah. isn't it? Though? it, it I mean, is. Honestly, we've all known these names since sixth grade. Whoops. <laughs> Here's a review uh, for you. Oh, can I read you one straight from uh, straight from the uh, Apple Podcast? Yeah, sure, why Ben's not? Ben's got one. Get it, Ben. Uh, five stars. Mm-hmm. It says, actually talented and funny. I'm talking about you, not us. Well, well. Uh, in a world where no one is funny anymore, Mike Adams remains funny. Quick and entertaining, Mikey. He's one of the best broadcasters around, no matter what the medium. In a world, it goes on. TV, radio, or podcast. (laughs) This guy is what we need more of right now. I look forward to listening to this every week. Love mutt. I love when he talks about politics. Well, that last part surprised me. Here's the thing: some people don't like when I say about politics because I'm a libertarian, and they disagree because there's so many damn hardcore left wing moonbat. Again, I have to remind you, Bill Lee says, uh, and he's an expert on this. He says you're an egalitarian. Yeah. Well, he's a left wing. He's a communist. You do look like an eagle. Yeah. But I don't care about people's political affiliations. When you're right, you're right. Okay. And I'm right. (laughs) Okay. Then fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now, and I don't hold any politics against anybody. Yeah. Believe me, I would. If I did, I would. I have half my family would disappear, and I wouldn't be here. And and Ben wouldn't be here. <laughs> that's right. And Bill Lee would never. And we go. Come on, it's like it's that's politics. It's, it doesn't have anything to do oh, with friendship. You and I aren't that far apart. No. Well, you know, you're more of a centrist moonbat, and I'm yes. more of a centrist libertarian. Yeah. So yeah. somewhere yeah. in the middle, which Pretty is where much. America meets. If everybody got together in the middle, we'd have no problems with this goddamn country. Yep. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Now, uh, for new sponsors, I'm going to make the pitch right here. Uh, Wait a minute. We have brand new sponsors. Well, you know, I want you yeah, no, to sponsor. I'm, I'm going to solicit some. Oh, I see. So, in other words, we have some, uh, with, in radio, they call it avails. We have some avails. Avails, yeah, go ahead. And we've had great sponsors. And, you know, God knows that the, my grandma's coffee cake and Dr. Robert Leonard and uh, my pillow, all those people that have supported us. Vinny up at Shawshin Firearms, yeah. The, yes, yeah. and the video. Hey, by the, the way, one of the best. Congratulations Pop to Vinny. He's uh, going to have child number two. Oh, oh good. Oh, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Yep. Congratulations. So he's not Vinny. shooting blanks. Only on set. Only on set. But we thank all of our sponsors from the bottom of our heart because they, you know, they help us. Uh, I don't know. Uh, like, for example, Smitty, then where do you think he got that shirt? That's right. Think he stole it? The no, shirt. he earned the money and bought it. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the sponsors do. I basically reinvested in the show because this is my, my show garb. That's a flannel shirt, though. Well, it's, it's a yeah. checked flannel shirt. Yeah, it's nice. Well, he lumberjacks in his free time. That's right. Either that or he's lesbian. That's no, both. I'm kidding. Both. All right, so now. He's a lumberjack. He's okay. <laughs> He's a something jack. Sleeps all night and he works all day. That's right. Uh, said, the, said the blind lumberjack as he picked up his hammer and saw. Oh. Okay, so maybe you're an accountant and you have a business and you want to be have more customers. Mm-hmm. You come on the podcast as an, adverti- as an advertiser. We t- talk, we rave about how great an accountant you are. And suddenly you got two, three, five, ten more customers to mm. do their taxes. Mm. Or maybe you're a... Uh, have a law office. Yeah. Or as that commercial said, what's that one from Worcester? Law, the law, uh, law, the law office. Law yeah. offices. Yeah. Call our law offices. You might be a personal injury attorney. There are places where the Massachusetts accent is offensive. Well, and that was one of them. Yeah. Maybe, you're, maybe you're somebody who gives reach arounds for money. <laughs> but we don't care. We'll put you on as an advertiser. Yeah. You could be in jail and we'll accept the advertising. On this uh, and, uh, podcast. You know, we accept trade, right? Trade, sure, why not? 
barter, we call it. Oh, but let me just, can I just stipulate one thing? Yeah. If I'm going to have a sponsor and there's going to be trade portion of it and it's for, for reach arounds for money, yeah. it, it has to be a woman. Well, would you take... How dare you? No, I'm, I'm serious. It's just a personal preference. Yeah. Okay. Okay, me we'll too. Go down that road. I'll, I'll go. Yeah, right. Park there. <laughs> well, the bigger the hands, the smaller the unit looks. Like. Well, that's. <laughs> All right. Now the Hall of Fame. <laughs> the Hall of Fame uh, voting is. Can I say this? Is this a word I can say on is the this podcast? The baseball it's Hall fucked. of Fame. Is that what this is? Yeah. Any, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it really has messed up my mind. It all started with the Harold Baines thing. But this happened a couple of weeks ago. The way I have, uh, what the the voting? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and I'm I'm okay with Tony Oliva and all that stuff. It's okay. Like I, I, was, I was confused. Okay, but it's the way the ballots, all the ballots come shooting, and you look at all this guy. Why well, you? What you didn't vote for this guy? Oh, and you did vote for this guy. And yeah. it's like you feel like take it away from the writers. Okay, for once and for all. Yeah. Because they have an axe to grind sometimes, and. And they, they try to make a point, make a stand on certain things. and No. Writers, That's more like not, wrongers. The way, oh. Wow. Bad. Ah. Hey. The way this should be done, and you're going to hear me out on this. This is the way Hall of Fame voting should be done. Yeah. You qualify to be a voter by taking an online test. You take an online test to show that you know at least your ass from your elbow when it comes to baseball. Okay. Credibility test. Credibility test. Yep. Do um, do I deserve to have a vote? Because some of these writers, for whatever reason, don't deserve to have a vote. They can be become one, yep. a voter, just like the rest of the world, if you pass a test and become an MLB certified voter. What does this test consist of? Well, I'm going to give you a test. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. A little worried but, Because qualified fans Uh-oh. are the people who should be in charge of their own Hall of Fame, not some... Because, you know, a lot of people get screwed. And we all know with with the shilling deal, you know, it's politics yeah. screwed them. You know, whatever. Because all these writers, are, they're mm-hmm. going to be liberal. They're not going to be conservative. Yeah. And so here's shilling conservative guy. He says things and gets everybody all, okay, freaked out. That's not how the voting should be. It should be the fans saying, here's a guy who deserves to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame for baseball reasons. And stick to baseball. Yes. yes. Now, here's an example of a test. We would test somebody to see if they're qualified. And we'll see if Ben's qualified. Okay, oh, ben? boy. Good luck, Ben. I wish I could have come up with my own for you, but okay, go ahead. Ben, who's the all-time leader in doubles? You know, I don't have to Google this because I forgot. Is it Henry Aaron? I forgot. I actually forgot. I didn't write down the answers because I didn't know. Up up one hell of a critic Just ask there, Mike. Siri. Do you have your phone? No. I don't have Siri set up on mine. <laughs> I don't know what I did with my phone. Are you serious? What the hell? You, you have a quiz with no answers? Just all time. No. Put to, put in the uh, Google search. Ben? All time doubles. Ben is MLB. now going into the computer to find out what's oh, going on. I'm going to say Pete. It's not Pete Rose. Leader. It's uh, probably Ty Cobb. Those are your guesses? Sure. Yeah. Pete Rose I mean, or Ty Cobb. I may not get a vote. Might there be a Career third? Career leaders in record the double. Yeah. Oh. It's Trish, Trish Speaker. Speaker. Oh, there it is. Cool. Ty Cobb is fourth. Okay, here we go. Hank Next. Aaron was 13th. Oh, yeah, here so. we go. All right, go ahead, Ben. So you're 0 for 1. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck and you. so am I. So, yeah, so are you. What team did Pepper Martin play for? Oh, fuck you. I don't remember. I, I don't know. I see you're not going to get a vote in the Chicago in the White Sox. No. He's great. St. Louis Cardinals. That's what I meant to say. Yes. He was a high-flying 
base stealing. I was going to say that. plug for the great dis- the, the gas house gang. Fast. Was, you didn't know that. He had a talent and a half for that. After Nolan Ryan, who has the most career no hitters? Is it Koufax? Yes. Yeah. Sandy. Four of them. For whom did the babe hit his first and last home runs? First major league baseball home run with the Boston Red Sox. Last with the Boston Braves. Correct. Oh, Benny. Oh, was his last teams. one uh, in Pittsburgh? I think he hit three. in That, la- that in was his, his last, last game? Well, in his next to last game, I think he hit three. Is that in Forbes those... Field? I don't know. My grandfather has the ticket stub from... I think it's game three of the 34 World Series against the Cubs. The, the supposed called his shot in I've Chicago. got the actual ball. Oh, you really? Want buy, you want to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> How many 20-win seasons did Warren Spahn have? 13. Yes, he did have 13 seasons in which he won 20 games. Was he with the St. Louis I think Louis you might Cardinals? get the vote. Warren Spahn was with the Boston Braves. Boston and the, and the, the Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee Braves. Milwaukee and Braves. And then Braves. later on, he finished his career with the Mets. He's 44 at that time. Okay, uh, and here's your final question. So far, if Ben, you get this, you get the vote, okay? Name two Hall of Famers. Okay, easy. From Donora, Pennsylvania. (laughs) I have no idea. Yeah, you do. They're both left-handed hitters. They're both in the Hall of Fame. They're both outfielders, and they're both from Donora, Pennsylvania. And Ken Griffey Jr. is one of them. And he's the second best. He's the second best player from Denora, Pennsylvania. And he's Ken Griffey Jr. Who Who's is the, the first, first best? Who's the first best? Stan Music. Stan, Stan the man? Oh, yeah. Stan the man. I know. I think Ben did all right for a youngster. Yep. Same exact hits. Same, same exact amount of hits on the road as home. Yeah. Ben yeah. could be like a restaurant critic. He could. Yeah. He could. Yeah. yeah. But no one will let him in the no. restaurant. Sorry. No. Yeah. Um, it's that whole shirt and shoes thing. Uh, I know. <laughs> At least you don't need the vaccine passport. Well, if you anymore. didn't have that purple, swollen, pussy toe, you, they wouldn't ask you to wear shoes. Well, I just like the barefoot look. <laughs> it feels good. It's natural. You know, that's a, I got saves ask money on rubber. If Joe and Jerry will do that song by Robert Parker, barefoot and that's a good song. One of these days, yeah, I bet they would. I think that would be yeah. so great. Everybody, get on your feet. Uh, yeah, yeah, you make me nervous when you're in your seat. Yeah. Uh, I don't lift drive this week. You know why? Why? Gasoline prices. Oh, it's ruined my my lift driving career. Gas. You know how would you with four dollars and twenty four cents a gallon? Okay, mm. so now let's say I get twenty miles a gallon average. It's about right. Mm. That's twenty cents a mile, roughly. Yep. So if somebody says, "Come pick me up over at Schnookin Street," and it's fifteen miles away. Mm. Then I'm paying basically twenty cents a mile, three bucks to get there, right? Mm-hmm. So if I go out there and I pick up some douche water for three, <laughs> <laughs> for three, uh, for yeah, three, three bucks, bucks yeah. and then he's going over to his sister's house, which is one point seven miles away, and the fare is four bucks. Bingo! I'm like, what, what, what did I do? I got a dollar profit for. 
15 minutes worth of driving. That's a $4 an hour pay scale, and I'm not going to do it. I mean, I, look, I, you all know that I'm not in it for the money, but I'm not in it to lose money either. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to go out there and drive people around and have to smell their smells and then say, well, yeah, it's I'm not gonna, like Grand Marquis fall off trees either. You, you don't want to beat the hell out of that one. Although I did see a Grand Marquis tree one time, and it was nice. Hmm. Yep. Uh, Wasn't there a story so, you were going to tell us uh, about the? Yes, well, because yeah. this is—it's not just the gas that's discouraged me a little bit. I had the, I tell you about the lady that I—I I tell you about the lady over in Hudson. I mean, in uh, where was she? The one that said "fuck you." Yeah. No. Well, no. you told me uh, you didn't tell it on the podcast. Oh, I didn't. Okay. I don't, I don't even know the story. Oh yeah. Okay, so go I ahead, get this thing. Okay, it's 18, 16 minutes to go pick her up. I go, okay, on the way over. Some guy stops in front of me on an entrance ramp to Route 9. He starts to go, and then I look to the left, and you know, and then I go, and he ha- then he had stopped, uh, even though there was no car coming. So I rear-ended him a little bit. D- no damage, but the guy was... He gets out of the car. I said, well, what are you doing? I said, well, you, you go, then you stop, and you know... He goes, I fucked up. What can I tell you? He's an old guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, that, all right. So I said, okay. And he goes, there's no damage. Why don't we just drive away? I said, okay, goodbye, you schmuck. Just like that. So then... I got I like that is, guy. Yep. This is on the way to this lady's house. So I okay. get to the lady's house. And I wait for five minutes out in front of her house, right. number fifteen Exabox Street, whatever it's called. <laughs> so it took you sixteen minutes to get there. Yeah, and you. So it's twenty-one minutes total now. So now, she doesn't come out. She doesn't come out. So I, I, I do the thing you're supposed to do. You text. You say I'm here. It's your driver. Blah, blah, blah. And then you say, all right. Then it says if she's going to be a no-show, you call. We make one more last attempt to call. And say I'm here. You know. Case they didn't get the text. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then, this lady comes walking down the street. Now, mind you, across the street from me was a guy driving a, a, a little small vehicle, like a Honda or something, and he had an Uber thing in his window. Oh, so shit! Uber I'm, I'm a fight. I'm a knife fight. I, I, I asked him. I said, "Are you here to pick somebody up?" You don't understand English. You little idiot. So <laughs> she goes walking up the street, and I said, "I said, are you uh, Jennifer?" She goes, yeah. I said, I'm the Lyft driver. She goes, I canceled that ride. I said, well, no, you didn't because They're they just to summoned me here 15 yeah. minutes ago. But if they cancel, they have to notify you or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So she says, well, I canceled. I said, no, no, you didn't. I said, y- you know, y- <laughs> because they just 15 minutes ago told me to come here. And she said she canceled it at 2 o'clock. And this was 2.30. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. You know, yeah. What's going on? She said, well, I didn't. She goes, don't talk to me that way. I said, I'm talking to you that way because you you, you fucked up. <laughs> you know? You, you know, you don't know how to, to use the app. She says, fuck you. Oh, man. Ouch. Mm. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. I'm the one who drove out here using my own gas. Where, where was this? Worcester? No, it was it was on the way somewhere. To, I, I, was oh. Milbury, I, don't, I can't remember where it was. She I don't want to Sounds give, like a, a nice girl. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So then I'm like, okay, and I, I flip her the bird, I drive away, and I scream, fuck you, back to her. Because that's the way I am. Yeah. Well, I can't let that zero. go. Fucking child. So she's in the middle of the street with this other guy, the Uber driver, yeah, screaming, fuck you, at the top of her lungs at me as I drive away. And I'm thinking to myself, nice lady. Mm-hmm. You're saying to yourself, boy, I really enjoy being a Lyft driver. Oh, my God. It was, it was unbelievable. So... The other day, this is four or five days ago, mm-hmm. I'm driving, uh, I drop somebody off, I pick up a couple, and they they bought, had all their groceries with them. You know, okay. So I drive to their house, and they're unloading the groceries, and I'm sitting there going, yeah. And I turn around in their driveway, and I drive away. But the, I went the wrong way. This is in Hudson. 
I went the wrong way down a one-way street because I didn't know. Mikey. I didn't. Well, I was in a neighborhood I wasn't familiar with. So well, a guy steps out in front of me, and he's got this parking. says, uh, town of Hudson, par, uh, par, official parking something guy. Parking enforcement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He steps out in front of me, and he, like, right in front of the car. Hold it right there, hand up. Yeah. I, I roll down the window, and he goes, this is a one-way street. Hey, aren't you Mike Adams? Just like that. I go, yeah, yeah. And I try to turn around. He's like, yeah, hey, how you doing? Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Like, but it it never. No one ever recognizes me when I'm in a good situation. It's always when When I'm in a bad situation. Yeah. yeah. Did he ask for an autograph or anything? Buying uh, small size, small rubbers at the, gr- <laughs> the drugstore, or or easy widers or something. You know, that's that's when someone's always going to. Hey, recognize aren't you, you Mike Adams yeah. wanting these easy widers? It's yeah, like yeah. the guy in The Sopranos yeah. when he's dressed in the leather at the gay bar. What's his name? Uh, Vito. Vito. <laughs> it's I don't do that, but I mean that, that's the kind of timing I have in life. Yeah, one way street. Well. But the guy was a nice guy, you know, and obviously a man of culture and taste. If did, he, if you get his name or anything, no, no. Uh, you can give him an autograph on one of those signed pictures you have on the seat. Yeah, I yeah. did that <laughs> real quick. I said, "What do you want me? Who do you want me to write it to?" <laughs> just, uh, just wanted to know. I one way, somebody asked me for an autograph at a, ba- at a basketball game, a Celtics game one time. Hi, <laughs> hey, you sign up? I go, why? <laughs> that makes them feel like a jerk for asking. There's oh. been some bad times when I've been with you where you go. Recognized or very awkward times when really you and I find out where you've gotten recognized. Uh, but nothing you can say on the podcast. Not really. Right. That's good. That's good. Uh, I have a couple news items. Did I, you say news? Yeah, I did. I can't believe Ben passed his his test. He got, Thank now you. he's got a hall of got a hall of fame vote. Thank you. Can I uh, vote to take people out of the hall of fame? No. That once they're in, they're in. Right. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't take them out. Former Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, see, that would be great. What happened? Why, why aren't you Hall of Famer anymore? Well, they found out that I missed second base on one of my doubles. Ah, <laughs> uh, the news. <laughs> and now, the news. Yeah, I'm looking for it. Okay. <laughs> and now the news with Mike Adams. Massachusetts Secretary of State William Galvin yeah, Billy. is calling, Billy G. Yep. calling on Attorney General Maura Healy. Oh. Did you know she had a sister named Lessa? I did not know that. To investigate the sudden spike in gas prices. I'm pissed about this, oh, by yeah. the way. Yeah, Biden's fact, blaming Russia. I'm Jesus. thinking if we ever do another episode of uh, 15 Minutes of Shame, I might have to shame this guy, these all these people responsible for mm. these gas prices. Mm. The average price of regular, $4.24. It climbed uh, $0.08 cents overnight. Mm-hmm. $0.80 cents in the last month. Yeah. Now, that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's according to AAA, and that's a it new record high. sucks. Yep. Thanks, Joe Biden. Gas stations are saying they're feeling the pinch, too. Yeah, you know what? Oh, they're f- pinching. Go fuck yourselves, <laughs> yeah, gas they are. Do you trust any of them? No. They're making so much money right now off of yeah, this. Yeah, it's like you, you pull into a gas station, and you don't say to the guy, can you hold my it, wallet it's while I go to the It's a great excuse for them to jack up prices. They are so screwing us. Yeah. More about that in the 15 Minutes of Shame award-winning podcast. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I, I might right. not even All do right. it. Okay, fine. 
Anyway, Galvin's calling on Maura Healy to investigate, saying the Attorney General can review the books of retailers and wholesalers to determine which what, what we know to be true, that they're stealing. When this happens, they say, oh, this is a perfect opportunity. Yeah. Russia's doing this. The pipeline's closed. Biden's an idiot. I can jump on here 20, 30 cents. And everybody's doing it together. And because what the, the gas station guys do, they look down the street and they say, oh, that guy's 415. I can go 418. Yeah. Or he, they, they say, let's undercut him by a nickel. He's 424. Let's go 419. We're killing it. And we're making money and we're, we're raping the customers is what we're doing. Whoa. Some places they in California. They don't do that at my gas station. <laughs> they just overcharge you for gas. <laughs> Seven you need to find a new price. station. It's up 80 cents I'm, in a month. I'm sorry, Bill. I interrupted you. You son of a bitch. I'm you, sensitive. Who do you blame? Uh, you pl- uh, do you blame big oil? Yes. You blame Russia? Sure. You blame Biden? Sure. You blame gas stations? Biden. Yes. I blame them all, and Biden. they suck because you know what they're doing? They're making the cost of everything go up. When it goes up 80 cents a gallon, how do you think this stuff gets to the grocery store? It all started with, with Biden. With trucks. All of it started with Biden. Well, it Shut did. off our energy. We were energy independent. Uh, when you hear Jen Psaki uh, saying, uh, oh, it's not Biden's fault. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, it, it started going up the minute he said we're stopping the pipeline and we're stopping the drilling. And that was the uh, really the first month he took office. It started to go up. First day. I know, because I'm a Lyft yeah. driver. Where it was. Former Lyft driver Mike Adams. Until <laughs> Former <laughs> Hall of Famer. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Excuse continue me. with the news there. That was good. <sighs> Robert Kraft has six Super Bowl rings and uh, recently gave his girlfriend, Dr. Dana Bloomberg, an engagement ring Ooh. as big as one of the championship baubles. Wow. <laughs> I love people who write cute copy because then you can kind of giggle through it. <laughs> Saturday's inaugural... Uh, Gala Palm Beach event honored designer Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy. Who shared from the stage that Kraft and Bloomberg had gotten engaged. Oh. We hear the pair have been engaged for a couple of weeks. This is page six. I'm, I'm, they wrote this. Hilfiger announced it at the gala. I wonder why they call it gala. No, it's ga- gala. Gala. Oh, it's not gala? No, it's gala. gala. You're saying it wrong, Dan. Is it gala if you're gay? It, well, it could be if you're having a good time. Okay, so the gala. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy Hilfiger, he said his good friend. it out. His good friend Bob Kraft got engaged. There was a, another story stole the It was a giant rock. Well, there you go. It was a giant rock. Now, here's the background story on this. Patriots owner and Bloomberg attended the annual Apollo the in the Hamptons bash at Ronald per- Perelman's estate uh, in the summer of 2019 alongside guests Jerry Seinfeld, John Bon Jovi, Jamie Foxx, and Spike Lee. Wow. So these, these are some big shot parties. Mm-hmm. Kraft then took Bloomberg, who's a top eye doctor, yeah. uh, to Elton John's glitzy Oscars bash. That's a gala. Always a good time. <laughs> in L.A. in early 2020, where the pair posed happily for photos. Yeah, yeah. She's one of the most foremost ophthalmologists in the country, based at New York Presbyterian Hospital. We'll Columbia. keep an eye out for her. She ended. She went to many Pats games as well as the Super Bowl with Robert Kraft. Okay. Now, she's 45 yeah. and he's 80. Oh. There's no word yet on the wedding plans. 
Kraft celebrated his 80th birthday in the Hamptons last year with a surprise birthday party where Lionel Richie and David Spade performed. And guests included Adele and Rich Paul, Bon Jovi, Kenny Chesney, Meek Mill, Billie Jean King, Gail King. Two kings at yep. one party. Yep. Mm, Gail at a gala. Yeah, she, she didn't even... <laughs> King of the gala. Uh-uh. She's well. There were two kings because Jean, Billy Jean King was there. Yep, at the gala, and Gail King was there. Well, there you at go. the gala, mm-hmm. and Gail, of course, personal friend of mine. I had my desk right next to hers for six years at Channel Three. Do you think I got to go to one stinking gala? No, no, none. Anyway, so they're at the um, Bridgehampton mansion of 76ers co-owner and fanatics mogul Michael Rubin. Yep, Kraft left his forty-three million. Dollar Hampton's home on his birthday to find a brand new Bentley in his driveway. Because what do you get a guy who has everything? I know. What do you, you get? get him a Bentley. You get him a 45 year old ophthalmologist. It was given. Hey, <laughs> no. She, uh, it, the Bentley was given to him from his pals, including Meek Mill, Jay Z, and Ruben. So this is what Bob Kraft does he goes to a party with his bur- girlfriend who's 40 years yep. or, or whatever, younger than him. Good for you, Bob. All the friends are there. It's he's in a forty-three million dollar mansion, and they give him a happy birthday. It's a Bentley. <laughs> I mean, does he need to have someone give him a Bentley? Isn't he already really, 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 really rich? Yeah, he, he is. He, That's he a can, great um, buy Bentley, not a car, <laughs> right. the company. Right. I think it's just. I mean, I'm, it's like lifestyles of the rich and famous is what I'm reading here. It's a, it's a news story, but yeah, it's like I'm Robin Leach. Of the rich and famous. I'm Robin Leach. Do you, do you have music for that, Bill? Yeah, Pardon me. Do you have music for that? They're not like us. What's that? That's uh, spooky music for us. And we don't, but we don't need spooky music. Space music, okay. You know what we need? How's this? How about this? That's good. That's good. Disco like porn. This, like this one better. Okay. How about this? Oh, I can see that happening like that. Okay. Um, So anyway, I think, I mean, I don't really, I'm going away, you know, I'm going away to Florida. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to shoot me a six gun and I'm going to kiss me a pretty girl. Wow. (laughs) There's the pretty girl. Um, We did have an event that uh, all of us attended on the the weekend. Oh, yes. And it was kind of a sad event. And uh, the reason it was so sad is because we lost one of the best. Yep. One of the best producers uh, Intercom ever had. And not only that, people always say nice things about people who've passed away, but yeah. this guy was genuinely great. Lived up to Kind. All of it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He was uh, one of those people that everybody loved. Yep. There was no reason ever to hate the guy under any circumstances because he was just a sweetheart of a person. Yep. And fun and nutty. And crazy and cool. And he was just great. And, and he made uh, you feel good whenever you were around. Every him. time. Yep. Last time I saw John Albanese was, uh, I played golf with him in the late summer. And uh, he came all the way out to Upton. And we played at Shining Rock. And we had 18 holes. And this is a guy who loved golf. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. He, uh, we worked for the Golf Channel and Sirius FM uh, for uh, six or eight years. Six, seven years anyway. Uh, and traveled around the country playing all these great golf courses. Once in a while you get a picture of Text it to you from all he on you know, playing, you know, uh, Pebble Beach or whatever, you know, and he was really into it. Yep. Uh, he was a cancer survivor and he was a producer of Red Sox baseball at uh, and Celtics basketball, W E E I. Yep. And he was uh, really, really good at his job, but most importantly, he was a really great guy and he was uh, a great friend. 
a great friend to all. Andy, big Andy, you know, from the big show. Andy uh, was one of his best friend. J-Pod flew in for the yep. the wake. Uh, John Albanese had a massive heart attack a couple of weeks ago and uh, clung to life for about four or five days. And then he passed away at the age of 41, uh-huh. which is the, the most tragic part about it at all. But uh, we, uh, we said goodbye to him. Yep. On Sunday, met his great parents. Met his nice, nice parents, and uh, all the people that loved him showed up, and uh, it was great to see all those folks. Chach and uh, you know J Pod. J Pod came all the way from Vegas for the for the uh, situation, which indicates just what kind of friend he thought he was too. Yeah. So Joe and Jerry loved him. Mm-hmm. They loved Bernsey. They called, that was his nickname, by the way. John Albanese went under the nickname Bernie or Bernsey or Burns, you know, and it was all based on sideburns he used to possess on his face. Yep. It was some, <laughs> no, it was some dumb thing. Like the the AAF, one of the AAF like part time jocks just dubbed him Bernie, and that's how it started. It stuck. Yeah. I met him as Bernie for the first month. You thought I his knew name him. was never knew his name was John. Right. Well, you know, good <laughs> nicknames. I nicknamed all my producers, uh, starting with J Pod. Yep. You know, Jason Pothier became J Pod because it was just I don't know quicker. Uh, and then uh, Joey the Fish, who became you know I don't know. And then there's um, patio, patio furniture, patio. I mean, it, it's great to have nicknames radio on the on the radio, but Burns was something that had you know he wasn't even on the air or anything like that. Although he did participate in the Planet Mike Yoki, it was hysterical. He <laughs> did that song Five Hundred Miles." You know that gravelly voice Burns he had. I would walk five hundred <laughs> miles and a hundred. And I told him, he said, "You sound like a dog barking." He goes, "I do, don't I?" And he was just a funny bastard. I loved him, and uh, we lost him. So he's uh, he's gone. We went to the funeral, and uh, Joe and Jerry would like to do a little tribute to the great John Albanese. souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year running over the same old ground and how we found the same old fears Bernie we wish you were here <laughs> 